Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. I am your host, your guide, Rodney Williams, and what an amazing, fantastic gift in this new year, about to be a new month, where I have an old friend that's joining me. And if this is your first time listening, thank you. If you've been here before, I hope that you have brought a friend and I appreciate you as we continue to build this community and grow towards the desired success and fulfillment, which is abundance that we all hope to achieve in our lives. And I'm joined by a, a, a confidant, a mentor, a, a, a man that I love, an amazing father, an amazing brother, an amazing son, a businessman, Mr. Cyril Smith. Let's go! Listen, I had to do an extended one for you, man. Man, I'm going to have to... Man, I'm gonna have to up that Venmo. That that intro is too much, man. I'm over here just trying to get on the world renowned, soon to be world renowned moments of mindset the podcast with your host, hey. Rodney. Hey, I take it. I take it, man. Welcome, welcome <laughs> back, man. It's, it's been a while. You you are man, a staple of the show. It's been too long. Forgive me, sir. I'm so glad to be back, though, and honored to be back with yes. my boy, who is yeah. my inspiration to get out and do new things. And with the, there's a lot of there's a lot of pro, plus forty people out there that feel like their feet are in the mud, and mm. if we're not two examples that you can you can change your life, even if you're older than your, you know twenties, thirties, even into your forties, man, we're in, <laughs> we're in. So yes, sir, I'll take that, man. How how have you been? How has 2022 treated you so far? Man, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, but things have been good, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. Okay. Got some fun stuff in the works uh, mm. with a partner of mine. Uh, Alex Alex Lopez doing some stuff with him on the wow. textile side of things, which I've always been passionate about. So uh, I will I will holler at you when, when that stuff kind of jumps off. But but working yeah. working to kind of manufacture some stuff and and uh, just enjoying life, man. Kids growing too fast, you know how that piece goes. So but everything's good though, my brother. Everything's good. Man, tell me about it, man. One thing it's it's amazing that we uh, you know scheduled this 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 call. I know it's been a few weeks because we've both been kind of running around. But one of the things that's been on my mind is finding success in the face of failure. Yeah, I mean, I'm right? so glad you said that. Yeah, because at any point in time, we, every, we always have a choice, right? We can be problem solvers or we can be solution creators. And this came to my mind when I was having a shoot around uh, at the gym with my friend Ford Allen. And at this particular gym that we go to, um, it has an NBA range line, right? And so when you haven't been shooting the NBA range, you know, short, short, where both of us were missing short, 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 short. And we were shooting sets of 20 at the five spots around the three-point line. And when, when Ford was shooting, it was around the 80th shot. And he shot it long. And he smiled. He was like, I finally shot it long. And then right after that, he hit three NBA threes in a row. So to me, even in a miss, celebrating a miss that was uh, out of the norm of the misses, right? If all your misses are short and then all of a sudden you miss long, that in our minds, because I didn't say it, but he said that that was an improvement, which at least opened up the door to the possibility of success. 
and and yeah, and man. that. Yeah, so that what, what are your thoughts on that, man? Because that just What's opened funny, up. <laughs> nobody's gonna believe that we don't talk about this ahead of time. No, nope, nobody's gonna believe it at all. <laughs> They're gonna think like <clears throat> we have a script, and we're like, man, it's so funny. So, <clears throat> Coach Nelson. Yeah, you know, we had a pretty good team. Uh, my junior, and we had a really good team my senior year. And Coach Nelson, one time we lost a game, and he brought us into practice um, that very next Monday, and he made us all shoot free throws and say when we were done, never shoot short. And as soon as we shoot the free throws, if somebody missed, we had to go run a horse, which for people who don't know, we had to run lions, right? For every person who missed a free throw, and we all went through the whole, the whole team. He said, I'm so tired of watching you guys shoot the ball and shooting it short. If you shoot the ball short, it has no chance of going in or doing anything except for being a turnover. Mm-hmm. He said, shoot the ball long. Because at least you're, you're, you give your teammates a chance to secure the rebound. You've got a chance of hitting it off the glass. But when you shoot short, you have no chance of making it. In other words, you have no chance of accomplishing the goal of scoring or making yeah. a basket or creating a play that's going to lead to a bucket. Yeah. And that's the same thing in life. What do we do? We set our goals all, more often time than not so easy that we can attain them. Why? Because we don't want to fail. <laughs> it's in our nature. It's in our nature to not want to fail because failing hurts. If failing sucks. But you know what's funny? In professional baseball, for example, if I miss, if I strike, if I strike out 60% of the time, okay, which anybody in the world will tell you that's failing, right? Yeah. If, I, yeah. if I only succeed 40% of the time, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. If I bat 400, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. Nobody does that. Nobody goes, yeah. but what do we expect on life? What do we expect with our dreams? We expect for every single thing to be a home run. Yeah, every man. single thing, we'd have to crush it. Man, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the triple, a double, a single. There's nothing wrong with the sacrifice, RBI. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, man, we're trying to get buckets we're trying to get points and the only way to get it is to get out there and put the work in period nobody yeah. wants to do it though man everybody yeah. wants to do stuff that's safe because we're scared of failing it's so funny man i was listening to somebody that I, I feel bad i can't remember his name but he said he was talking about chasing down sales leads he said i used to get so discouraged he said i'd be here talking to somebody and they tell me no i talked to another guy and they told me no he said, one time it took me 30 no's, 29 no's to get to the yes. On the 30th one, it was a yes. He <laughs> said, what if every single time I told you you went out, you were going to fail 29 times exactly, but you knew that 30th time was going to be success. What would you do? How would that change your opinion? <laughs> Everybody would do it. Everybody yeah. would do it because they know each no is only one step closer to that it's number 30. Yeah. What if it was number 50? What if it was 100? You'd be burning through them. You wouldn't get discouraged. You'd be like, it's all good. Next one. Oh, perfect. It's all good. Next one. Next one. Next one. <laughs> you wouldn't even yeah, worry that's... about it. You wouldn't even worry yeah. about it. Yeah. This is one of the... We get all worked up. We get all stressed out. We get disappointed. We get discouraged. And what do we do? We let our dream die. Yeah. Because yeah. we had no number 27, and we don't know that we're three away from being a yes. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said, man. It, one of the jobs that I really hold on to that I had was working door-to-door sales for uh, Xfinity because I would go in neighborhoods and I would knock. When I first started, I'd knock 100 doors before I really got into a meaningful conversation. And that's no joke. I had somebody out. We, we um, knocked them together. 
And then the more that you do it, you realize that all it takes is one sale of a triple play at the time to really make your, you know, your check. Right. And so each, once you started doing, you realize the nuances of there are certain doors where there's no way you can get in because of whatever obstacles are that the person isn't receptive to for contract obligations or what have you. But the more and more you do it, the more that you are shaping and molding and training yourself for that next opportunity, as you just said, you closer to uh, yes. And one of the things I'm reading a book called cyber psycho cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And he talks about how inherently we are goal striving beings that's something that's innately in us so we're always striving for a goal whether or not we hesitate or not and it's like if you hesitate towards a goal that brings in more hesitation because we are drowning ourselves in the self-doubt where they're just going for whatever the next best option is think about it when we're in school and obviously we both went to private schools but when you took a test prep if you started a test prep with trial one and you missed seven out of 10, are you going to stop? No, the brain is training itself to make the correct and to understand these are the wrong answers. This is the correct answer. So maybe the next time you take it, you get five, right? The third time you take it, you get nine, right? The fourth time you get a hundred percent of them, right? So we did it in school. Why as adults, when we try new business ventures or sales calls or trying to get sales leads, do we take those mistakes and we allow them to be seeds planted in doubt and fear when the brain naturally self-corrects itself towards the right path? Yep. Discomfort. I would say discomfort because it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And we are yeah. creatures of habit and we don't like when that habit's disrupted. Sometimes I'll intentionally do things different. So, for example, when I get up in the morning, I always put my, for whatever reason, I put my left sock on and then I put my right sock on. There's some mornings I'll intentionally put my right sock on. Man, that kind of feels weird. <laughs> I do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Or I'll put, my, I'll put my sock on then put my shoe on. Like, man, this is totally weird. I'll just do it to kind of break up the monotony and the rhythm yeah. of what we get into because that becomes home. Yeah. And that comfort yeah. is where dreams go to die. Mm-hmm. That's where they go. We get in this yeah. groove, and the next thing we know, it five years has passed. We've been talking about doing something. Next thing we know, yeah. it, ten years have passed, and we have done nothing to move a step closer to whatever our goal is. Doesn't have to be yeah. business. Doesn't have to be financial. Could be personal. Yeah. Could be a relationship. Relationship with your children. Relationship with a spouse, a loved one, a parent. Could be anything. <clears throat> we all have. <clears throat> excuse me, Ryan. Yeah. We all have things we're working towards. Unless we're making a conscious, a conscious effort to move in that direction, we will never get there. That much I can guarantee. Mm-hmm. We would yeah. be like a ship in the ocean with no rudder, and like a like buoy, wandering around, just wandering around. You know. Yeah. Uh, another thing that um, you know, in that book I was talking about that really caught my eye was developing and using and learning to use your positive past, right? So I I personally, I talk about in in, in my episodes, my perception of failure with my identity to basketball and quote unquote, not making it professional. But looking back at all the positives that were attached to the accomplishments that I had with basketball, being first team all city from a private school and McDonald's, all of it, like all these different things, trauma, national recognition. Yes, getting 85% of my college paid for through scholarships. Like, you know, when That's I hear right. the news of, 
of so many different um, college, you know, student loan debt, right? D1. Like, so, D1. Yeah, this is this is true. This is true. I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on, come on. Let's call yeah. it spade a spade. Yeah, you know, you're right. Come on, come on. Yeah. You know? The percentage of players, yeah. Heavily so, recruited. Heavily recruited. Yeah. I remember yeah. all the letters. I remember the boxes. <laughs> I forgot that. I remember. Yeah. So that, like, in our lives, man, when we start to stop worrying about overcoming the failures and falling on our faces and really looking back and, yo, if you can find anything positive in your life that you've done, whether it's tying your shoe, whether it's writing a sentence, reading a book, asking somebody out on a date, you know, whatever it is, doesn't matter how big, how small, we have successes in our lives that we can go back, learning how to ride a bike, going through your first yoga class, going to your, you know, your first jujitsu class, getting your first belt, and like all that sort of stuff. When we look back, we probably have so many more positives that will bolster and reinforce our path versus the energy and emotion it takes to overcome a failure that has been it's so minuscule and small when it compares to all the successes that we had. Yep. Yep. We, we, we have a, a tendency, we have a tendency to minimize our successes and yeah. maximize our failures, our setbacks. We just have a, we just have an innate tendency. Most people, right. I can't, I can't generalize, but most people yeah. have, have just a tendency to do that. When, when we, when we have a win, we expect that everything's going to be a win. So we don't mm. highlight it. Yeah. We have a loss. We take it harder than we should. You yes. know, it's so funny. One thing that Sensei Bruno talks about is like, don't change if you win or lose. He's like, everybody wins and everybody loses. Don't come too high with your wins or too low with your losses. You know, mm-hmm. and, and listen, wins are to be celebrated, right? But at the end of the day, there, there's things that are more important. The process to me is something I've been able to fall in love with, which has helped <laughs> change my outlook in life in general. You know, it's like it's something that I can I now enjoy the pain of doing things that I hated doing before. Now, I, I, I take pride and joy in doing them, you know, because not yes. to be cliche, because at the end of the day, <laughs> this day wasn't promised. Lots of people died today. Lots of people mm-hmm. didn't wake up. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like we need to be grateful, too. Right. And just have yes, that. Sir. Now we're circling back to like one of our very first talks, you know, that that heart of gratitude. Man, it's really hard to be down on yourself when you have a true attitude of gratitude because you understand that you could be so much more worse off than you are right now. So dust yourself off, you know, pick yourself up and get back to it. That's it. But we take them so hard sometimes, man. So hard. Yeah. And you brought up something, man, just falling in love with the work. Um, Turquoise, you know, Hunter's mom, she sent me, you know, Hunter's right in the throes of, he is really sinking his teeth into the game of basketball and the love for it. Like he's working out at the rec three, four hours a day. And she's been instrument. She has been instrumental in fueling that by making sure reaching out to different groups and getting them set up for workouts and all that sort of stuff. And she sent me a, uh, a podcast, deep game podcast. And the, title of the episode was craftsmanship and when i heard that it was during a point where i needed to kind of take a break take a step back because i was starting to overwhelm myself with all the different things i was trying to do right and kind of getting disillusioned with my present effort and accomplishments or what have you but in the craftsmanship the coach he talks about how 
falling in love with the work. Allow that to be your body of work. That's the reward. That's the craftsmanship. You don't care about what the results are because when you fall in love with the process, which you talked about, the stuff that hurt or was hard getting up to do, when you fall in love with that, oh my God, you are an ultimate artist because you aren't, it's going to be infallible. You're not going to fall victim to the ebbs and flows of what the result, what the results are. You're falling in love intricately with the step-by-step process that are the intangibles for your growth. And that's another thing, I, you know, I talk about the mindset, the habits and the routines, but it's one of those things that if you fall in love with the craftsmanship of your own self-image, then you can't help but to be on a path of abundance and success and fulfillment because that work is going to make you so passionate about just the whole entire process. Because like you mentioned, not every day is promised. So if you fall in love with what makes you feel alive, the work, oh my God, the the, the next galaxy is is the limit, not just the sky. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you could just go you could just go further faster with it too, you know? Yes. You you could just do so much more if you're not fighting. You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you if you're trying to go upstream, right? Man, it takes a lot of work, you know? It takes a <laughs> lot of work. Man, everybody a lot of people have been tubing before, you know, or been it just been in like a wave for or something. Man, you just you go with the current, man, you're going to move. And yeah. I, I think that's how I would describe if you're operating like you should be and being able to kind of roll with the punches. That's how it feels like versus yeah. fighting. If you if yeah. you're enjoying what you're doing every day, even the small steps, you know, today I just did ten push ups. You know what? There was ten more than I did yesterday. Today yeah. I just today I just hit the bench. Uh this week I just hit the bench one time. You know what? It's a one more than you did the last time. <clears throat> Tom DeBlas, who's a really famous jujitsu competitor and coach, he said the other day people are really hard on weekend or, or people who can only train on a weekend. He said, But listen, if you train once per week, that's 52 trainings per year. <laughs> That's 52 more than anybody, everybody who sat on the couch. Yeah. Like, man, do the best you can do, but whatever you can do, don't be down on yourself. Just keep moving, keep moving. I thought it was great. It made a lot of sense, you know? Absolutely. James Clear, the author of <laughs> Atomic Habits, one of the things he said, and I've said this on my podcast before, if you take one aspect of your life, whatever that is, and you work on it and you get 1% better every day throughout 365 days of year you'll be by the end of the year 33 or 34 percent better at that thing now conversely if you get worse one percent worse then exponentially that's you know you don't want to go down that path but that's one percent better all the listeners out there get one percent better at just looking at yourself in the mirror and knowing that you were born with genius. We've allowed whatever our past, whatever the past traumas to be to dim your light, but no, everybody listening, your light is meant to shine or else it wouldn't have been given to you deep inside. You wouldn't yearn for more, for better if that light and that gift wasn't inherently born inside you when you took your first breath. So Everything that you do, you have a choice. If you've been in a rut for no matter how long, choose as you're listening to this to jot down notes how and why 
You want better for yourself. Just start with that. Why do you want better? Who needs your all-star game performance? Why is it important to you? And when you do that, you'll start to put the mindset in place, the habits in place, routines in place, and you'll be able to get to a place where knowing that you need a plan, especially if you haven't had one. Kanye calls it breaking out of the simulation. He's like, break out of the simulation. He's like, we're in this. You're going to go. You're going to trust your career to somebody in a corporation for 20 years. And after 20 years, you're going to realize you're not where you want to be. That's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm yeah. working so hard. You know, I'm, I'm over here doing everything that I can do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with manufacturers in, in Pakistan right now because as far as textiles go, man, they're like, there's this one city in Pakistan that's like, man, 80% of the world's soccer balls are made there. 90% <laughs> of the world's jiu-jitsu geese are made there. It's like this one wow. town of 1.3 million people decided one day they were going to be the textile mecca of the world. And little by little, they kind of are, you know. Wow. So I'm up till 2 wow. or 3 o'clock in the morning because there's a little 11-hour time difference working yeah. on stuff. Man, you think I don't want to go to bed? <laughs> you think <laughs> I don't want to get some rest? <laughs> Man, I'm ready to but recover. I'm ready to yeah. rest. But, hey, you got, we got to do something. If you want to be extraordinary, you have to do extraordinary things. If you want to be – if you want to break out, you're going to have to do things to help you break out. You have to help yes. yourself. And the yeah. only way to do that is do things that is uncomfortable. Mm. And listen, I get it, man. Like, we got these – some of us have these golden handcuffs on. You know, I'm, I'm paid very well on my day job, you know. At the end of the day, though, I'm capped. I'm not trying yeah. to be capped in any area of my life. I want my potential to be exponential. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to live my life. And that's what I encourage everybody to do. Not everybody has to run out and start a business, but everybody should yeah. know what their worth is. Everybody should know what their worth is. I don't know 100%. if that's putting your resume – you putting your resume up. I don't know if it's interviewing with some people here and there, like once or twice a year. I have a good friend of mine. He's an attorney, David Wolf. Man, this guy, he's he's telling me about an interview he went on every day. He's worked on so he's worked for some of the largest corporations in the country as a corporate attorney. All right. This dude's interviewing like every three months. I'm like, Dave, what are you doing? You're not happy? He's like, No, I'm happy. You gotta know what your worth is, player. And I was like, What yeah. are you talking about? Man, I'm gonna let them tell me that I only deserve six percent this year. No, that's not gonna work. What if I'm worth 12? What if I'm worth 20? What if I'm worth 50 more? What if there's a VP, executive VP of legal affairs position open? What about that? Like, man, you're right. You know what I mean? Kind of, I just kind of, what am I saying? You're right, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. But we have to Always know. go striving. We have to, yeah, we have to know. Yeah. We have to know. Yeah. yeah. What are some of your uh, final thoughts, man? I know there's a lot of stuff going on. And we'll, okay, so final thoughts on the transition from being – comfortable where you're at which is a quote-unquote safe space to really taking that first step towards being in a position where you're uncapped a few thoughts around that it's so funny man i'm gonna give you a perfect example of that so i had a chance you know you know who told me about about bitcoin was roger roger told me about bitcoin rod it, it i don't it may have been 10 years ago i don't know how old bitcoin is Roger told me to put $500 in Bitcoin. We were standing in Lakewood Church. I think it was 10 years ago, Rod. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know, Rod. She was like, man, just put you $1,500 aside. Just trust me. I was like, I don't know, man. Then I kind of saw it go down a little bit. I was like, oh, man. He was trying to help me out. But, then, man, he made a lick off that. Like, <laughs> my, my commitment right now to myself, like, I don't really – I don't. I'm understanding a little bit more, but, like, the NFT stuff. Yeah. I still understand why, why a drawing of a painting – is worth a million dollars. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to school. I'm learning. 
I'm yeah. on YouTube or watching videos. I'm listening to podcasts because, man, we have to consi- consistently be evolving. We have to yeah. consistently be moving in a direction to stay with the times, to stay relevant. The last thing any of us want is to be dinosaurs. So we have to do things as uncomfortable. I don't have time to be full of this mess, but you know what I don't have time to be doing also is being behind the curve on this stuff. Mm. So number one, I would encourage everybody to continue their education, no matter what their field is, no matter what they're doing in life. It doesn't matter if you're a hand right now operating a forklift. You need to be looking at the next step, looking at two steps down the road. Continue to keep yourself relevant by continue to educate yourself. And just staying out of our comfort zone, man. If you're comfortable, intentionally do something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Because, man, you get too comfortable, next thing you know it, 10 years is gone. Take it from the old men. We're telling you right now. <laughs> yes, sir. I love yes. you so much, brother. I always man, I love you. Time. I really enjoy these yeah. talks. I feel like I'm preaching to myself 90% of the time. So everybody listening, this this certainly wasn't me being critical. I love this opportunity because, like I say, I feel like I'm preaching to myself 90% yeah. of the time. So I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Man, fantastic. Listen, I'm so happy that we had an opportunity to get back on track. And hopefully, you know, when yes, your schedule bro. allows, we'll do it more because the Absolutely. people need your perspective and us coming together yeah. is, man, just sharing with the world, man. I love you so much. You thank more, you bro. for locking arms with me on this journey Always. as I thank everybody else, man. So have an amazing day. And uh, I love you. We'll catch up soon. You too, brother. Love you. All right, man. Love you too. All right, man. All right.